Let's go. Episode 20. 20. And we're back together again. I get to roast him in person. Oh, just like blessed. That. It's been too long. This is probably honestly like low-key, probably only like the third episode. Yeah. Third or fourth episode and we've done this. We need to get together more often for you yep. guys. It's more fun this way. It is. We are going to have a guest join us shortly. Stay tuned for that. Got our merch up there yeah, too. It's gonna fall at some point in this episode. Yeah. So just be ready for that giant. Ah, so when it yeah, when it hits Finney in the head, don't be scared. It's a jump scare for him, you know. True, true. Well, before we dive into our topics today, I think we want to talk about this new update in Brittany Griner situation, don't we? Yeah, we probably should, huh? What do y'all think about that? Detainment extended six more months. Obviously, just a ploy, right? I mean, here's the deal. They're just trying to bargain her for somebody. And at this point, they're going to extend it and she's going to be found guilty until they negotiate someone they get from the U.S. That's the whole thing. This whole thing is essentially a sham just to get to the point where they can trade it for something or somebody that they want. It's political BS um, from Russia. I mean, the U.S. does it too. So it's political BS from politicians. So I guess I shouldn't be too surprised about that one, huh? Honestly, not surprised. It just just sucks that she's stuck in the middle of that. All this BS. I mean, who knows? Like, just saying six months from now, she finally gets let go. That's like, it'll be like eight months by then. Eight, nine months that yeah. she would have spent in a Russian jail. Bruh. At least no one's messing with her. Right. They are in constant communication yeah. knowing that she's okay. So, that that is the one plus about that situation. And, but, like, no one in the prison's messing with her. I mean, she's gigantic so obviously obviously she beat up anybody else in prison so you know at least she's got <laughs> never know them russians it. man no nah, i'm just kidding anyways that does really suck though um especially in the political game that's going on so hopefully we can figure something out and uh get her back here with us so even though i i doubt it because let's be optimistic today optimism right, right. on the pod be, yes. bus. come on yeah not I'm enough usually, of that going i'm around. usually such a pessimist These, days uh another brief news here we're not gonna dive into too much because it's a fat dub for us big dub for us fucking avalanche they won they did it won avalanche world champ 21 years it's been since their last stanley cup saddens me to say it i wish it was the wild so <laughs> right screw, know, but, screw the avalanche but. yeah we all hate the avalanche but but yeah good for them good for a win Obviously, a lot of younger stars on that team, so they got it done. Another wild, former wild player getting a ship. Darcy Kemper, my guy, who was awful for us. I shouldn't call him yeah, a guy. But, he was. But he got the job done. Congrats to them. They stopped the three-peat. I was about to give hockey fans all the crap for a parody. We get parody over the NBA, man. So uh, they they stopped the it. avalanche saved you all from that. So good for them. Um, yeah, so well, let's dive into the first topic. We're gonna do this fat owls and big dubs topic. Um, we introduced it a couple episodes ago, and we got We're some back. more, some more to share. Now, we might as well start with the owls, get the those owls first, right, uh, save, save the dubs for last. No, because then I have to relive this thing that we're about to relive right here. Good, you Why, good. So, on. I'm gonna start with my first L, and I it's the Celtics picking in seven. Um, now it's lost in six, so that that's an L by me. I had picked the Warriors actually all throughout the playoffs, which is something 
you probably wouldn't expect from me. And then for some reason I flipped in the finals. Just I'm an idiot. So, but that jumps to this kid's L, which is the biggest L we have seen on this pod. I'll let him go for it. This might this is definitely the biggest L on this segment, that's for sure. Um, we got me picking the Warriors, then going back on my pick and picking the Celtics, and then the Celtics lost on top of that. So we just big giant huge L's for me on that entire segment and uh switched his pick mid series. Who does that? Huh. Stop. Stop for me. But uh yeah, so that's I'm I'm not gonna relive that too much because you guys already know how how awful that was for me. Not only did my team lose, but I picked against my team to start, then went with them because I had faith, then they lost. So yeah. Big tough for me. Um in that series we did have a positive which you'll find later on my dub segment but uh yeah major l's uh my next fat l i guess this is probably not even that bad of an l but i did pick four guys in my mock draft that ended up in the second round that's probably actually a decent number but i just put it as an l because the four guys that i had i thought for sure they'd go in the first round so that's that's an, i'll accept that l and the worst being ej liddell Spinny and I both had him 18th. He fell to what? 41? Yeah, 42? 41. Something like that. Just 41. ridiculous. Um, another one would be Hardy. I had him going 21st, and he fell to second round, somewhere in the second round. Minot, I had him going 30th. He fell to us, at least. We got him the Wolves. And Kenny Chandler, I had him 27th. I thought for sure he'd slide in there late first round, but – he slid to the second, obviously due to his his height or lack of height, I should say. But yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'll accept that as an L by me. See, Bus kind of downplayed that the L segment's supposed to be an L segment, not a justify my crap segment. That's why. But I, do... I did not put a mock draft one in there because everyone gets the mock draft wrong. Go look at all the mock drafts; they all suck. We all suck. Nobody knows. They're too secretive about that crap because they have to be. Um, yeah, but mock draft, that's a cop-out because then you just justified it the whole time instead of just admitting the L. What do you mean? I said I'll accept you that You admitted L. it after you justified it. So you kind of like – I said like, it right away. It's kind of like the humble brag of admitting things. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. My L, on the other hand, is a big one that I will accept and I deserve a punishment for. And even on to the punishment itself, which is that I haven't worn a Kansas shirt. Sheesh. We're getting to that point now, boys and girls and peeps, where it's tough. It's tough for me. Um, I did this bring happened out, in March. Yeah. End of March. I April, did bring out my four. my cover for my, my shirt cover today, which I don't know if y'all can see that. But uh, welcome to uh, – yeah, there we go. Bus sucks. He, he was commenting about me not using his piece of paper, so I had to just make sure I used it for him. But who knows? Anyways, back to my L segment. Jeez, I'm skipping it too. So, yeah, I don't know. The Kansas shirt will come. But, uh, will it, though? It's It's been this three point, and a half months. So. At this point, I want a whole Kansas jumpsuit or something. Jumpsuit? The punishment has to be worse. It's been weeks and weeks. Yeah. You deserve a worse punishment. You're right, but we'll see if it happens. Probably won't, knowing him. No, because I'm kind of his big bro, so he just kind of does whatever I say. Yeah, it's kind of tough for him. But All right, that was my L's. I deserve them. Give them to me. 
I do have I mean, one more L, and this is a shared L. He didn't. He he's not talking about it, but he knows it's an L, and it's because we thought the Kings would be smart. Yeah. When are the Kings ever smart? Why did I think yeah. the Kings would one trade their pick for more assets to help them win now, like they're apparently trying to do, or two pick Jay Nivey, the clear number fourth pick? Didn't do either. Nice to pick Keegan Murray. Not going to try to hate on him too much because obviously we haven't seen him play. But but I think Shaden or Ivy would have been the pick over why, Keegan Murray why there, did, personally. I don't know why we thought the Kings wouldn't be dumb. Like, yeah, that's just, we messed up. That's an L by We us, really so. did. That that was our own L. Yep. 100%. Well, with all those L's we've taken, we have taken dubs. Spinny, let's hear, let's hear your first one. Our first one is another shared dub. And that's our abs over lightning prediction before the playoffs even started. So let's go for some uh, for some low key mid hockey fans. We uh, we picked we picked ships. So I guess hockey's predictable. You know, they talk about it being better than the NBA playoffs, but it's pretty predictable. Hockey fans, predictable. Just kidding. It's not predictable, but <laughs> this year was predictable. And we got it right, so I get to brag about it. And that's yep. Just the rule. And piggybacking off of that dub, we also both got a second dub from it because we both picked Avs over Lightning in six, which happened. So not only did we correctly pick the finals, who was playing each other, we actually picked the winner and in the correct amount of games. So dubs all around. Spinny and I apparently don't know anything about hockey, but look at us. So It's easy, hockey fans. It's yeah. easy. Another uh, – I thought for sure – these two guys, I I was surprised they actually slid in the first round. I had them in my first round, so I'm counting as a dub. And that's Jake Laravia. I'm sure majority of you guys never even heard of that dude. All of a sudden, you saw the Grizzlies trading up to draft him at 19, which I think is a major mistake, by the way. And Christian Braun, I thought for sure he'd be sliding into that second round, early second, but he actually did go in the first round, as I predicted. So that was a little dub by me. Not anything crazy. You I predicted see. it, but you didn't think it would happen? No, I didn't, honestly. Did you actually think Jake LaRabia would go first? Yeah. Why did you pick Why did you pick it if you didn't think it was actually going to happen? I picked it because I thought that they deserved to be first-round picks. Oh. Not that it would actually happen. Just like I wanted Kyrie to go to the Lakers, not actually thinking it would happen. You're just, you're just trying to think it into existence? Right. Yeah. All right, exactly. that's fair. I can accept that. So, yeah, you can have a W on that, even though it's a mid one. But Well, what's your last dub, then? My last dub is my guy, Jalen Brown. I was hyping Jalen Brown whole playoffs. You were. And against the Nets, average 22 and a half. Against Milwaukee, games of 30, 27, and 26. Against the Heat, he had three games of 24, a 25, and 40, which means five out of the seven games he scored over 24 points. Finals, 34-27-24, more consistent score than Tatum. That's how many games we got? Four, five, six, seven, 10, 12, 15. 15 games over 24 points in the playoffs for uh, for uh, Jalen Brown. So pretty impressive scoring numbers. Obviously, in the finals, his dribbling kind of got exploited. And uh, so I got to... That's tough for Man him. needs to dribble. But all offseason, that's but, it. Yeah, just dribble. Yeah, but he's going to dribbling camp. He's going to come back and be lit. And he just scored 15 games over 24 in this playoffs. That's a 2-1 championship team, peeps. And all the hate from Celtics fans on Jalen Brown. Yeah, with no Jalen Brown hate. Get out of here. That's disgusting Zero. if you're hating on this man. 
Zero Jalen Brown. I, I recently slid this man in my top 20. Other than you the dribbling. Respect the Other than like the that. dribbling. The dribbling can be hated. That's what I'm saying. I'm already That's sliding it. this man in the top 20. He has no handles whatsoever. Imagine where he could go. Imagine where he could go. We love Jalen Brown. Well, as you all know. The Best draft, dubs and L's. Yeah, dubs and L's. This is awesome. awesome. Can't wait for Spinny to take more L's in the future. Nah, see, it's going to happen. I'm about to take some big off-season NBA prediction dubs and buses taking L's. And so you'll see us back in a, a couple weeks um, getting that, getting we that already, roast town for bus. We already both took an L on Kyrie, though. Yeah, way. we did. <laughs> Oof. I think it's time to jump to the draft. This is where we get our guests coming in. Chase Richter. Come kid. on in. Get out over here. You like this bar stool? <laughs> Just calling him, man. That was my, my Chase call. Bar, you know? bar stool entrance. You can't Walking wear it right on it. You can't wear other pods yeah, merch what? on our pod. Jeez. Sponsor Whoa. us, Barstool. I mean, that'd be lit. How's it going, guys? Going good. Yeah. How are you? Happy to be back. We're kind of all packed in here. You know, oh, nice and snug. Nuggies for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Before we jump into our, our worst and best team grades here for the draft. Just some general surprises. What what things shocked you? Uh, first off, I would like to just give a shout out to uh, the best college uh, basketball school in the nation, uh, Duke. Once again, getting a number one pick. Uh, I guess uh, that was uh, probably one of the biggest surprises of the night. Um, all the way leading up to the draft, it was uh, expected to be Jabari uh, going number one. Um, and then just kind of as it got closer to uh, – Draft night, uh, the rumor started flying that Paulo was gonna go. And why were you mad looking at Chase like that? <laughs> I was just paying attention. And, what do you uh, mean? The Magic made the right pick, so I think that was a smart move by them. Uh, <laughs> I think he's uh, NBA ready. Not saying Jabari isn't, but um, yeah, I thought, I'm obviously a little biased. But what do you guys? think? I guess that was a surprise, but to me <clears> that wasn't that big of a surprise because you knew it was toss up between the three. I mean, it was it was going. <laughs> It isn't. Get out of here. <laughs> I just love cracking these boys up to that. that big of a surprise. We're feeling some type of way tonight, podcaster listeners. So one non-even actual draft or player related surprise was the fact that Twitter was way faster. Twitter yeah, was what faster is than going Adam on? Silver. The pick was announced on Twitter before Adam Silver announced it. It was like, insane. I thought I thought my stream was behind multiple times, and then Same. I went. Wait, I just what? went. I just said screw it. Went to a bar to check it out, and it was still behind. Still I was behind. still getting Twitter. I was like, "Hey, my life." Yeah, I kind of figured that was gonna happen. I turned notifications off for everything all night. So, but yep, still get those leaked ones because you got bus texting me pics leaked, and well, who's turning their notifications off? Come I mean, on, I don't Come need on. that. I don't need that. You got to get it most up to the day, you know. Facts. Just kidding. But NBA, fix your crap. Like, get your picks out before Twitter gets them out. Come on. That's that's some obvious stuff. My surprise was a very good surprise, and that's the Warriors snagging another potential all-NBA. All potential all-NBA. I'm why, saying that. I'm jumping you, Why to are that. you shouting out the Warriors? I'm shouting out the Warriors because they got a steal. They got a guy who had a crappy season because his dad was his head coach at a small school and it was weird. But Patrick Baldwin Jr. had some top five high school recruit talent. So I think they got a guy who could be a potential score all NBA scorer, shooter, scores everywhere, obviously tall, lanky, gets it done. 
I think the Warriors could have got the biggest deal of the draft, Patrick Baldwin. Let's uh, hope for the rest of the NBA's sake that that's not true. No, it's not true. It's not? <clears throat> it's not true. Why? He didn't just have a crappy season because he played for his dad. He had a he crappy was a little season. injured. Because, yeah, he's injury liability. Oh, come on. Why do you think he fell? It's the only reason why he fell is because he got hurt in high school. He got hurt in college. He's going to be an injury bug. Can't be getting hurt that young. Especially, like, pretty severe injuries, too. Yeah, we got MPJ vibes a little bit from uh, from Patrick Baldwin, but he also has that upside, I think. He does have the upside. He was he was a top five high school recruit. I think he was even maybe in a top three, honestly. He might have been. I guess the one last surprise is really awesome. Isaiah Mobley to the Cavs. That was cool. That's sweet. The brothers get to play the brothers other again. again. Yeah. Hopefully uh, – Isaiah actually makes the roster I was gonna and say. stuff like that, so then he can actually play with them. But yeah. I'm sure he'll at least be bouncing back and forth with G League and, and Cavs for sure. Yeah, we would hope We're, so. One last thing. Were you guys surprised at kind of the lack of trades that didn't happen, I guess, um, after all the – obviously it happens every year, um, draft week, but just all the chatter on Twitter and online. Um, they were expecting a lot of big moves to be made and a lot of moves just in general. Um and there really weren't. So is that surprising to you guys at all? Or Well, one, I think big trades, yes, there wasn't. But I thought there was a lot of freaking trades in that draft, especially once you got after pick 10. It was every pick was announced, and then all of a sudden the next pick, uh, Silverman's up there saying, oh, this was actually traded or whatever. But even mm-hmm. though we already knew that because of Twitter. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't Thund- know. Thunder I was I was shocked. Like Gordon Hayward, I thought for sure he would be a draft, yep. draft day move. He's still on the Hornets. So, yeah, there's bigger trades like that that for sure I was shocked that didn't happen. Definitely. Can we open it up and, and change the rules so that the trades can happen at the draft too? I'm tired of, right. like, having to play this darn – It's like find – yeah. Find what team the player's actually yeah. on. BS. Like, just tell me who the trade is. Put that team as the team that drafted him instead of all this stupid – Get around a craft rights. Yes. Like, can we just like figure that out and and change it? Like, I just I don't know. I just I think that we can change the league rules to get that figured out so we don't have to deal with it. And so the teams don't have to deal with it. It's just super ridiculously complicated, I feel like, for no reason. So facts. That's All another facts. thing. I just gotta get in my salt box real quick about that. But <laughs> all right, let's jump to our yeah. worst team grades then, boys. <laughs> I'll start it off. I'm, I'm just giving the Nets an F. They obviously had zero picks, but they deserve an F because they traded all these picks for James Harden. What are you doing? And then you lose them right away? Just, uh That's kind of an unfair one because they didn't even draft anybody. Yeah, but I'm giving it to them because they they need picks. Routine, well, I guess now they apparently don't because Kyrie opted in. I was going to say, I actually agree with you, Bus. I gave them a D for a draft grade, and I was going to give them an F up until the breaking news of over about an hour ago now that Kyrie's opting into his deal to stay with the Nets because now it sounds like Kevin Durant will also stay. But as of this morning, both of those guys were uh, question marks, I guess. So if they would have lost, like you said, they already lost Harden for all those picks. And if they would have lost uh, KD and Kyrie as well. Um, yeah, been, just that been dumpster horrible. fire. So uh, I gave them a D, but it would have been an F had they lose, lost those two. 
right. Well, yeah, you... I guess I didn't update my notes from that Kyrie information. It was yesterday I gave him an F, and they still deserve an F. Doesn't matter. Kyrie, nope. it doesn't affect F. the draft grade. It F. doesn't matter. Yep. In that situation, it does. All right. Chase, give it to me. Give me your uh, give me a worst grade for you. Um, it's kind of a toss up between the Kings and the Bulls. Uh, I'm probably just gonna give the edge to the Kings here. I have them both at D's, um, but that's just because classic Kings. Um, I can't believe that they did not make some sort of deal to trade back. Um, because there was a lot of teams interested in that number four pick for Ivy. Um, and but just classic Kings, they make a risky move. Keegan Murray's obviously um, a talented player. He's one of those big uh, kind of athletic wings, and uh, he could obviously be a very good player in this league. But um, I just thought it was kind of a risky move, and uh, I don't obviously know what any trade offers were on the table. But it's hard to believe that someone wasn't getting uh, excited to go after Ivy. There but, had to be some offers, and but, let's just take Ivy. Right? Exactly. Well, exactly. 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 He's like you said yeah. earlier. He is. He was the clear-cut fourth pick. Yeah. Um. And he could easily become the best player in this draft. You never know in five, ten years. Um. We'll see. But agree. These two took my top two here. So um, sorry for y'all. I'm. I'm just. I'll go through again. Um. I. I believe these guys deserve a, a second, roasting, and that's the Kings. Kings really uh did the classic move that they did and uh take a player this is a, this is a third roast it is a third roasting <laughs> three they the kings deserve, deserve it, it. figure it out kings um i hate to hate on guys joining the draft because i want all these guys to succeed obviously it's your dream and, and shit so you want to you want to be there and do well and, and i hate cheering against guys but i see keegan murray is having a ceiling in the league so i'm gonna hate on the kings a little more and now we'll uh we'll let our friend Buss give his second disappointment. Well, the Bulls, I'm giving them a C minus. They had one pick, 18th pick, and what do they do? They reached on the prospect mm -hmm. and they didn't draft the need. They need front court depth. What do they do? They drafted a guard. Why? They Tell need me guard why. depth too. No, they don't. They have a ton of guards and they drafted a guy who scored eight points a game last year in Dallas Terry. And again, I actually kind of like down Terry, but 18th, that's too high for me. I had him more in that that 23 to 26 range. And so, yeah, in, in my eyes, they reached on down Terry and they didn't, they're only picking the draft. They didn't address their immediate need, which is front court depth. True, but Bulls need some defenders, even in the backcourt. You got to play defense to win in this league. They got a nice long defending guard. Come on. C minus. That's why I, I like the player. He, that's why the team's still getting a C. But to reach and not address your only need, that's that you deserve to get roasted for that. Come on. Yeah, it was a mid one, but it's okay. We'll let Bus have his mid. It his makes mid you wonder option. if they're gonna try to move one of those guards and uh, go, Lonzo. Go or... look up all their analysts. Bad grades. I guarantee Bulls are low. On they're their they're way. I don't down care there. about other analysts. They're I down think there. it's wrong. Wrong. It's well, wrong. Spinny, we've already shown we've shown so many times on this pod that your opinion's wrong. So. Ooh, shit. I'm just kidding. He's just salty because I have one trivia Can I roll some Grizzlies? Nope. I had uh, pretty much the same comments about the Bulls. I just thought that they reached. Yeah, they have a they have a guard heavy roster. Two on one. Guard heavy roster, and like you said, they took a guard. But you know, like Spinny said, defense. You need that in the league. But 
again, it makes you wonder if they're maybe going to try and uh, move Lonzo. Uh, he's had some injury history. Uh, hasn't really got his career started in Chicago. So, I don't That's know. True. We'll see. Chris also gets hurt all the time, too. Yeah. Yep. Levine's on the move props. Also. Levine's on the prop. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. thought recently, uh, whatever. Grizzlies, though, I'm giving them a C. They get, they get a C because of their second round, Steele and Kennedy Chandler. But their first round picks, both reaches. They drafted Jake LaRubia at 19. Why? Why, 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 why? I don't understand. And to me, in my eyes, they needed another center more than anything. And they drafted a 6'8 power, white power forward in Jake LaRubia who could snipe. Don't get me wrong. He can snipe. But I just didn't think the – I thought the fit was kind of questionable. And then especially for our MN boy, David Roddy, I didn't think that fit was good at all. I didn't know why they would want another undersized forward. So – that's that was kind of questionable to me, and they reached on both of them because David Rodgers projected in the second round, and basically every single draft I ever looked at, and they got him what pick twenty three or four. So yeah, to reach twice on that, but then you get some good second round steal and uh, Kenny Chandler. That, that rounds out a pretty average draft. See, so there was there wasn't a lot of terrible drafts. I thought so. Most teams were solid with what they what they had. So. There will be some terrible drafts right. in yeah, about we'll, two we'll, years. We'll, we'll right. see. This is just immediate. We'll be this is just immediate people, so, and we'll be wrong. And freezing yeah. gold takes will will love us. So, should we so, jump yeah. to our best grades now? I suppose we should. Spinny, what do you got? Give us one of your best. Pelicans. I love the Pelicans draft. Dyson Agreed. Daniels, great pick there at seven. Eight. Again, mm, eight. Yeah, Blazers were seven. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. At eight. Um, fact checker bus over here. Well, he's right. He's because right. my boy Shane Sharp went seven. So that's true. That's true. Um, I like Daniels coming up late. He kind of had a big rise. I called it early. That should have been on my big dub segment. Honestly, was my Dyson Daniels draft stock over a month ago, having him in my top ten when essentially nobody did at that point. Let's go on that. Um, but I thought that was good. They also got EJ Liddell, a guy that us and and a lot of people. Um, had in their top 20. Top 20. And he, he they got him at 41. Yeah. So I thought that was a good – obviously there was some better high-end probably draft um, teams that got high-end players, but I thought that given their draft position, they did well and better than I thought, especially given the Pelicans. Especially a history. team like the Pelicans that yeah. are, are borderline playoff teams. They're trying to compete right yeah, now. Yeah, they're trying to compete. Yep. These are two rookies that will immediately help them next year. Agreed. I have them on my list too, so – I'm in agreement there. Chase, what do you got as one is one of your yeah. winners of the night? Um, I kind of had two teams uh, w- that I thought had uh, the best draft. Uh, I gave them both A's. It was, um, but I'm going to give the slight edge to the Pistons uh, over the Thunder. Um, just they got a freaking just absolute like miracle situation with Jay Nivey uh, falling to them with the way their roster is constructed. Um, their starting five is now going to be what Jaden Ivey. Um, Cunningham, Cunningham Bay, Bay, Marvin Bagley, and now Durant. Bagley and Durant. Yeah, yeah so um, that is a very, very promising young core um, who should be very good next year if they can stay healthy. Um, that should be a fun roster, but uh, going with the Thunder as well, I gave them an A. Um, anytime you can get four draft picks in the top 34 picks, uh, three of them in the top 12, um, you would like your chances there. So um, they did give up three future first-round picks. Uh, I guess they were heavily protected, but for uh, Dang. And so we'll see. Yeah. 
we'll see how that kind of pans out. But yeah, those two I thought had kind of the best night, the safest night maybe too. But yeah, piggybacking off of that, the Thunder, their first three picks, I saw a stat. It was like they added like twenty-one feet of wingspan, just insane. They picked Chet Holmgren too, obviously. Yeah, super long. Usman Jang. He's obviously, I don't know his wingspan off the top of my head, but he's long as hell too. And then Jalen Williams, who they got at 12, who Spain and I are really high on, um, he's got a 7'2 wingspan. He's only 6'5". Yeah. So, like, they got a ton of length. They picked Jalen Williams in the second. Two Jalen Williams. But the uh, second round, Jalen Williams is from Arkansas with the fro. Some of you guys probably remember him. He balled out last he year. He did. So, I think that was a great steal for them in the second round. So, these are four guys that – We'll come in and play right away for the Thunder. So they definitely have a good draft. Like you said, though, the only questionable um, aspect of that would be trading three future firsts for Usman. So True. they're high on him. Uh, another little sleeper one that I don't know if you guys had, but I thought the Rockets had an amazing draft. I got I them like, on my honorable like mention, too. I yeah. liked them. Jabari, I was put them. Jabari, nice pick there at three. Got the guy that still has all the a huge shooting and scoring upside. Ty Ty Washington. I see Emmanuel quickly vibes with him. Obviously, can't play some defense. But All the way to 29. He's pr- exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. probably going to get you some scoring off the bench. And Tari Eason, who's not my favorite player at LSU. Um, I worry about his transition to the NBA. But he obviously has defensive and playmaking upside at some good size there at the 3-4. So I think that uh, that could have some upside pick, too, even if he's not personally a huge favorite for me. So I thought the Rockets had a nice little – Nice little pick draft there for them. Yeah, I put them as my honorable mention, too. Uh, they yeah. were impressive with what they did. And, yeah, to get a guy like Ty Ty 29, who a month ago was projected top 10 in most mock drafts, yep. that that might turn into a good steal for them. Plus the guy who was projected to be number one all year up until pretty much right. draft week. Yeah. So, get I mean, Jamari great prospect. So. And, again, we've said this countless times, all top three teams, they didn't really care who they got. Yeah. At the end of the day, the Magic was, wanted Paulo. Magic wanted Paulo. They were the ones who were truly got to choose. Yep. But after that, the Thunder, you know, it's it's all a toss-up. They're all going to be amazing, at least hopefully. Agreed. But I do want to shout out the Spurs, though. I thought they did a great job with their three picks. They picked Sohan at nine, like Speedy correctly um, predicted, which obviously super long interior defender. I, I have faith in him to at least be a really good defender in this league. Yep. And um, Malachi Branham. One of the best scorers in this draft. He fell to 20. Most people had him around 15. So that's a good pick there. And then they got uh, Blake Wesley, uh, Spinney's guy. Spinney's high on him. He's a high upside guard to get him at 25. That's that's the perfect type of player you want late first round, that, that, that high upside type player. So I just want to shout out the Spurs real quick. I gave him an A as well. So, yeah, those are our, our team grades, that worst and best. Now we're just going to talk about the Wolves a little bit. Um, we had four picks. Oh, I had one honorable mention first. I'm sorry. Shout That's out it. Pacers to Matherin, and uh, they also got Nam- Nemhard late, late yeah, in the uh, late in the first, and then uh, Ke- the oh man, what's his name? Their second round pick, Kendall Ken- Brown. Yes, they got Ken- yep, yep, Kendall Brown too. So nice little three picks there from the from the Pacers. I think Matherin could end up being. A very, stunt. very, very good player. I agree. Yeah. And that Long also just score. solidifies their getting rid of Heald and Brogdon. Yes. They're right. just got a zillion guards now. Agreed. They got Duarte. 
Tyrese, and then those two they just yeah, drafted. So. They got it. They got to ship them out. But shout out Pacers. All right, back to the Wolves. Wolves. We picked Walker Kessler 22nd. We had a number of trades, moved back with the Grizzlies. Picked Walker Kessler, Wendell Carter Jr. Oh, Carter. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Wendell Carter. Nice. Lamar. Nice. And Josh Minot, 45th. Another guy spinning likes. And Mattel Spag- Spagnolo. Probably butchered that, but 50th oh, pick, yeah. Euro stash point guard, 6'5. Um, he can shoot. He shot 44% in his Euro League last year from three and 87% from the free throw line. So he's a good shooter. And we'll see if we'll see if he turns out in two years when he finally comes over to the NBA. But these other guys, Walt Kessler, DPOI last year in college. What do you guys feel about that pick? I hate it at the time. Now, I guess, given the night's sleep, I don't actually hate it. We obviously were in for some defensive centers, and he can be that. His athleticism transition just scares me a tad, but but he could be good. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think that he's going to fit our roster neat. We, I, that is one thing I liked what they did in this draft was they drafted for need, um, not necessarily on potential. Um, we need a rim protector, uh, someone that can kind of bang in the post against guys like Jaron Jackson and B, just even if it's for – short stints to give cat a little break because cat obviously has an advantage when he's uh out on the perimeter and we can't always have him down in the paint um even though we'd like him to but yeah um that sounds like they wanted kessler um they were able to trade back for him um i was kind of confused a little bit even being a duke fan about us trading up for wendell moore but um again he's a six five guard um, he shot, I think, 45% from corner three last year. I yep. think over 40% from three overall. 41. Um, he was a junior, so he's been kind of developing as a player uh, Duke for the last couple of years. Um, but he's an athletic wing, guard, whatever. So he'll be able to hopefully come in and just kind of be a 3 and D guy or energy guy off the bench. I uh, don't really expect too much of a role, but I don't know. I Could be hate, something. I he obviously had some top end potential. I didn't hate the draft. He's a he's a quality playmaker as well. He had last year. He had 13 games with six or more assists. Yeah, it's so almost half his season. Yeah, he had over six. He assists. he was a primary ball handler um, for Duke. So I mean, yeah, five rebounds a game too, next to Paulo and Mark Williams. Yep. So he he can get it done a little bit everywhere. We'll see what he can do for the Wolves. And Josh Minot, that's kind of a he's really raw, really athletic. Um, that's going to be a, a development for sure, but that's a dude with uh, tremendous upside. Spinny, what do you got about him? Yeah, I just think he had top 15, 20 pick upside. Obviously, he has a huge bust potential given we saw almost nothing of him at Memphis, but but uh, you saw the huge upside in his tape and his athleticism. Holy cow, he can yeah. he can do some cool stuff. So so I think I've, I liked it at 45th, given I think that possible upside in second-round picks, that's what right. they are, Sean the Darks type that you're trying to play upside. So I liked it. I liked it. Well, you boys have anything else on the Wolves, or is it time for me to win trivia? It's time for trivia. Time for trivia. trivia. You'll see the updated standings on your screen right about yes. now. Right about I'm now. Two points behind Spinny. Tied record, but he's up by two points. So I mean, I just he's still and, the leader. And for our video listeners, I'm just gonna slink down for this segment here. You'll see me <laughs> on a different level. And I also just so. want to make a little side comment that we're gonna double check the standings because Bus Bus is claiming that I have not been in or participated in trivia before, but I know I have. So I'm 0 one sadly, or I might actually have tied. I can't remember. 
So we're gonna check that as well. So Jace is calling out boss on the trivia. We love it. All right, Chase, ask your easy question then. We're making you ask first. All right. Um, my easy question. What MLB team? I kind of went with MLB questions. That's fine. So, uh, what MLB team plays in uh, Globe Life Field? Ooh, that's an easy question. Jeez, Chase, coming with the the hard ones today. We like it. Uh, Don't give me the name again. Globe Life Field. Don't blur it out because I definitely got to think about this. Globe Life. I feel like there's a reason why it's a quote-unquote easy question, don't you think? I would hope, but globe, we can't collude either. Globe, 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 well, globe. See, maybe it could have been a medium, but. Mm, I actually have no idea, not even going to lie. I'm going to feel like an idiot when you tell me for sure. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna go with. Um. Oh my god, I can picture it. I can picture it now. Globe life. Guess I brought some tricky ones today. We're gonna. I'm gonna go Texas Rangers. Final answer. Bus. Oh, I don't know. I'm just gonna go Padres. Spinny was right. It's the Texas Rangers new stadium. Did you actually know that? No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know that at all. I guess you could have maybe considered that one a little bit of a harder one because I figured Woo! you might know it just being it's a new stadium. Oh, how's that? How's that? Might have been recently bus? talked that's about. That's an easy so. question L for you, buddy. So we got one point for speed. It's all about the comeback. Uh-huh. I'll just hold my notes like this. Boss already cheated and looked at my questions anyway, so. I can't read your hand right now. <laughs> that's why I wrote it like that. Let's go. No, that's how you always write. Be Come right. on. All right, well, I took an easy question now. That's always tough, but it's not the first time, so it's all about the comeback. Zero chance to win now. It's your turn to ask, Vinny. Oh, it's mine? Yeah, we might as well just go this way. That's probably really annoying for the audio listeners. Yeah, probably. They're probably like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Okay, easy question. Who? We talked about the person who leads this category today, Bus. But who is second all time in the NBA in blocks? Akeem is number one. Akeem is number one by over 600 blocks. It would take someone averaging two blocks a game for four seasons to catch him. Crazy. The second place person. Who we're talking about? Medium question. Hmm. Why is it your medium question? Or easy question. I'm sorry. I Why is it? I feel so like the question is: Is who's second all time for total total, total blocks? Yeah, total blocks. Sorry, medium question or easy question. Jeez, I can't even talk tonight, listeners. Yeah, what are you Holy doing? Cow. Sheesh! I need all my easy question game. Yeah, I guess. Both you guys are second all time in blocks. There's a reason. Sorry, I don't memorize There's also <laughs> <top> <laughs> There's also a reason this is easy. Oh my God! So the team was one. Yep. Okay. Ten. Nine. Kareem, final answer. Well. <laughs> well. Yeah. Wilt and Kareem. 
Okay, who's the most famous person at Black and Shot? Matumbo. Yeah, damn it, I was gonna say that. Matumbo is actually two. Yes, the guy named Matumbo is number two. I was gonna say that. I thought he was more like three or four. I didn't think he did. Well, that's two easy questions, Dallas, for you. That's tough. That's tough. I'm coming with harder easy. Ah, apparently, that name, that name crossed no, my head too. This week, I actually went a little harder on my easy question. I normally give Bots more of a softball here for this one, but yeah, you're. I'm the one who gives by far the easiest easy question. I give you the point. I give you the point too most no, of the time. Don't. All right, my easy question: the 2021. <laughs> I hate you so much. The 2021 Wolves first round pick turned into what player? last year's I want both of you to say it at the same time so one of you is gonna get it one of you is gonna so hmm oh Spain's got it I'm surprised Chase didn't get it already this is sad I don't know if I'm right turned into what player turned into what player I have nothing. I don't know. Five. Patrick Beverly. Final. No. Like, what player did we draft final. with that you said pick? Final. What player did we draft with that final. pick? I did say final, but I thought it was a trade because you said which guy did it turn into, not which guy did we draft. Just tell us now. We both got it wrong. Come this on. Technically, didn't throw an answer. Yeah. Right. So we suck. So no answer, Chase? Nah. Big Wolves fan over here. Can't even get this. The 2021 first round Wolves pick. What player did that turn into? It's it's kind of a trick question. Does that make it easier? No, I know what you're saying. But... Jaden McDaniels? No, I'm saying you're saying it got, went sent somewhere else. But oh, who got our first last year? Jonathan Kaminga, the Warriors, got it. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga. I thought for sure that would be easy. That was not that easy. That was our pick. Our questions are all on the same level. Come on. That was easy. That was Drop not, comments below. That was, that was easier yeah, than no, that was, no, sure easier than No. That was very, that was very obvious. That was very obvious. I was obvious. thinking a year be- uh, before. Because the whole talk recently was, oh, Warriors fleece the Wolves. Classic. You know, I... guys didn't get that. Easy question. <laughs> yeah, you right. took two of them though. Who cares? Like, wow. Is it one 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 zero? Did Chase even? No, nah, I don't have anything. Yeah, one Chase zero zero. Both, both wrong too. One zero zero. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we're easy we're doing calls. good today, boys. All right. Medium question, Chase. All right. That's hilarious. <laughs> one point total. All right, Ooh. another MLB one. Who is second all-time behind Joe Nathan for the Twins' all-time saves? Got to quit, quit exposing our Minnesota. Isn't it? Okay, okay. I, I have to bring this up quick. I'm gonna. It's a nice little sidebar. We have pretty much. I, I'm just bringing these up, this up to this these guys now, but I feel like in our lifetime or out of our lifetime has been our accepted question that we always get for our trivia for our medium and hard questions 
So I just we just kind of noticed that when I was watching through all the episodes. So I'm gonna ask Chase now, given the precedent that's been set in our lifetime or not. No, it's not. There's no way. Chase doesn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it is. Okay, sorry, is. Dad. I know you're listening to this. We should know. I'm I honestly don't have an answer. I'm assuming do you have one? Are I was you? gonna say Taylor Rogers. Yeah, you can throw out Taylor Rogers. I really don't think it is. No. Taylor Rogers. That's his final answer. Mine is literally nothing. I'm if you would at least let me Your throw dad out some is gonna years, kill us. it's gotta be the closer from the late 80s, 90s. Whoever the hell was our closer when we won the World Series. Yeah, it's uh Ricky Aguilera. Yes. Yep. I should, yeah. get, I should get a half point for knowing it's that dude, just not knowing his name. Your dad is gonna kill us. Yeah. At I least I didn't say Taylor Rogers. I at least said it was that dude. Come on, he didn't know his name. That doesn't count. It's not that many. I should get half a point. All right. Medium question for me. We've Most... given out bonuses for worse than that. That was not worth a point. Whatever that. That was not worth a point. Let's get out of here. Get out of here. Most double doubles all time NBA. Most double doubles. Well, final? Actually, Tim Duncan. Final. You got to say final answer, kid. Final. Well, he's wrong. Um, I know it's not Tim Duncan. I know that. Oh, he's laughing. Maybe it is Tim Duncan. <laughs> For some reason, I want to say LeBron James. Maybe that was just in postseason or something dumb like that. Wilt would make sense, but for some reason, I feel like he somehow doesn't have this record. Carl Malone, final answer. <laughs> <laughs> He's up there. In, he's up there on the rebound list. It's Tim Duncan. Hey, uh, it's not Tim Duncan. I know it's not Tim Duncan. <laughs> Anybody with Tim Duncan. That's right. Now I'm sucking. Woo! Zero questions. Chase right. takes the lead. All right, your questions. Any medium questions? I just asked a medium question, you idiot. That was Tim Duncan. Oh yeah, no. See, my blank boss. Yeah, but you guys aren't getting this. I was aggressive. People you have to have both players. There's no one for each. What? Both players. That's a more bus copping out. Classic. How's that? Give us some bonus points. No. Jerk. All right. What two all rookie players from last year were drafted in the second round? You have to give me both of them to get points. So we're talking about these second round steals when you're doing draft recap. There's actually him. two. I got them. That made all rookie teams. I think I got him. I have three names. Will you give me half a point if I get the two and three names? No. What? You have to give two names. What is that? Come on. Three guesses. <laughs> three guesses for one point instead of two? You really want to do that? Yeah. If I get two out of the three right, I get one point. Deal. I can okay. accept that. Okay. But you're still going after Chase. Okay. Chase still thinks I feel like he doesn't know. I feel like you at least got good guesses here. The only I know it's not right, but Wagner it would be one of my guesses, I guess. But okay. I think he was a first rounder. I don't know. Um, he would be a guess. Franz. Franz Wagner. And or Wagner. 
Damn, I'm trying to think. It has to be uh Give me it five, four, three, two, I don't have anything. One. Okay. Spinning. For one point. Chris Duarte. Herb Jones and Bones Highland. And no! zero points for both of you. You got one. You did not get the second one. The two players that made the all-rookie team that were drafted in the second round. Herb Jones and Io DeSumo. Ah. Those were the two players. Zero points. Should have got the Herb Jones. Wow, one. heading into the hard round. I have zero. Good shit. It's two one zero. Literally. Two one zero. Spinny, at least win. We can't let a guest win again. Come I on. know. All right, Chase. What's your hard question? All right. Last one. Another baseball one. Okay. There are three active, three active MLB pitchers that are in the top twenty-five for most strikeouts all time. Justin Verlander, number sixteen. Max Scherzer, oh, I thought that was number nineteen. And who is the third? I know. You said Verlander was first? Verlander, Verlander and, Scherzer. and Scherzer are the top two. Who is the third? Mm. I want to say the name. I feel like it can't be this person. So otherwise, it wouldn't be a hard question then, I feel like. That's what I'm thinking too, but it's got to be. Clayton Kershaw is my final Clayton answer. Clayton Kershaw. Zach Greinke. Oh, yeah. He's number 21, and Clayton Kershaw is number 26. So he's I, almost in that top 25, but Zach Greinke. I was kind of questioning if Greinke he's got quite sense. a few more, too. Yeah. Damn it. I figured that'd be a tough one because I figured you both would go for Kershaw. See, that's why I knew it couldn't. Yeah. Uh, I should have just threw out a different name, but honestly, I honestly couldn't even think of it. was good. I'm trying my play. Um, all right. Your hard question. Hard question. Who is third all time in NBA history in rebounds? Third all time. We had a first, second, and a third. Oh, wait, you want all three? No, I just oh. want who's third all time. Okay. One name, three points. Um, I'm going to go Tim Duncan again. Screw it. Now, that I feel pretty confident saying there's no <laughs> way. I'm pretty sure that's not true either, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Now, I don't you think better, you would you have given me this question with all the Kim Olajuwon talking you had today. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it's him. I'm going to go, dude, this is going to drive me insane because you're going to tell me I'm going to feel like an idiot. Bill Russell's my final answer. This is the most underrated player in the history of the NBA, I believe, who is number three all-time in rebounds, and that is Moses Malone. Moses Malone. Moses I knew, I knew Malone. it had to be like some like old random guy like that. Random three MVPs. Random. 
playing for the Plumbers. Yeah, in the late seventies with Dr. J in the Plumbers. Dr. J was a plumber. Yeah, it was nice. (laughs) Dr. J. Man, I can't wait to roast you. Well, that was the most embarrassing dub Chase has ever gotten. Yeah, one to zero. What? Boss just got zero points on a trivia. Skunked. That should be a punishment for getting skunked on trivia. I I agree. That's that's twice I've come on here and. Just kind of showing you guys up and trivia. Once. So, I don't know once. about that. We will that. be fact-checking. We will be fact-checking. We will be fact-checking. There will be an overlay over this because Chase is going to fact-check. I will. I will. Once. All right, Chase. That's it for you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Bye. Oh, now I can go from back from sitting on a chair. Now I can actually nice. be in the camera shot. Woo. Comfortable for y'all. Oh man, I'm actually, I'm so disappointed with my effort right now. Yeah, we we both sucked. That was Chase scored more points than both of us combined today. So no, no one should win with two points. No, no, they shouldn't. Oh, gross. All right, then end the episode. We're now going to give you MLB update. We haven't given one about a month and a half, and then a Twins update, very brief Twins update as well. Then some Q and A. And then some Q&A. All right. <clears throat> right about now, you should uh, be seeing a graphic of the NL playoff picture as it is today. The Mets still leading the East. Wow. Impressive. Impressive. The Dodgers leading the West pretty much Obvious. as expected. Central is the Brewers and our three wildcard teams in a row. Padres, Braves, Cardinals. Not not a lot of surprises there, Spinny, right? You you those those are expected pretty much. Yeah. And honestly, in the AL. Also, Giants still in there. People were telling me I was wrong for putting the Giants in there. Half game out of the last wild card. Right. Well, I suppose we might as well just stick to NL straight through. Okay. Stat leaders here. You ready for this? Yep. Paul Goldschmidt, 337 batting average. Yep. Pete Alonso leads home runs and RBIs now 22 and 69. In fact, to 69 leads the MLB. Tony Gonsolin has nine wins. Sandy Alcantara has a 1.95 ERA. Which, if Tony Gonsolin had pitched enough innings, his would be first, but Boo. he hasn't, so he doesn't qualify. K's. Who do you think he's K's? Who has the most strikeouts in the NL right now? Well, I'm looking at it, so I already oh. <laughs> Sorry. Can't lie to you. Corbin Burns, 119. All these stats recorded as of yesterday, so if they had a game today, sorry. But saves, Rodgers, and Hayter both have 22, which are tied for MLB lead. Nice. Taylor Rodgers. Just classic twin situation. Leaves and then just decides he doesn't blow saves anymore. But for the twins, we're just blowing saves left and right. Oh. Screw you, Taylor Rodgers. So, sorry. yeah, those are the leaders, um, both as teams and statistic leaders. And, yeah, honestly, there's not a ton of surprises. But one main surprise, and that we might as well jump into NL yeah. surprises, is Tony Gonsolin, 9-0, 1.58 ERA. You would, If you would tell me at the beginning of the year that the Dodgers' best pitcher wouldn't be one of their big three, and it was going to be Tony Gonsolin, I would have slapped you because I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. But here we are, 9-0. and 9-0. and This guy's having an absolute monster career or career year. And he, honestly, I haven't seen any, like, 
polls or anything about it because last year we're not even all star break yet. But he honestly potentially at this moment could be signing favorite right now, which is crazy to think about. Tony Gonsolin. So yeah, that was that's my biggest surprise, honestly. Yeah, thus far. I thought that was good. I thought that was a really good surprise. Um, my biggest surprise has been the Mets. That they're still first. Yeah, that they're yeah. still first. I I thought they were going to be good, but I, I thought their lineup would struggle. But Pete Alonso is just hooping, absolutely ripping it up. And uh, and Lindor's had a little bit of a comeback season as say, well. Lindor is uh, he might have snuck in top five or his borderline top five in RBIs when I was looking at the yeah. standings yesterday. And obviously their pitching has been very good. So they got a lot of pitchers. Yeah, they, 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 even, they didn't have Scherzer for a while there. They haven't had Degrom either. Yeah, and they're still killing it. Literally, so. and Degrom's not even there. So. That that was a big surprise for me in the NL. How much of disappointment in the NL? I do want to give this man a shout okay, out because okay. he's on my team. Dansby Swanson has been raking since our our last update. Insane. Yes. His stat line for the year is 307, 13 home runs, 43 RBIs. But get this, in his last 30 games, 355 batting average, 579 slugging, which would put him, if that was his year total, would put him at about seventh in the MLB. So I'm ridiculously good. Seven home runs, over half his home runs in the last 30 games. And 20 RBIs, basically half his RBIs in the last 30 games as well. So this guy is just absolutely raking right now. Shout out so, Dansby. That, not necessarily a huge surprise, but considering how he started the season, it's definitely a shock to see. Agreed. Disappointment, though. Do I really have to say this? Do I really have to? Yeah, you do. You're going to make me speak these words? Yep. Juan Soto, figure it out. This is my freaking fancy team is named after you, man. I'm the chosen one, and I'm out here. Mm. Juan Soto, Spinny, you want to hear this ridiculously horrid stat line? Horrid, come on. Horrid. 215 is his batting average. That is 142nd in the MLB. Wow. Home runs. 14 only. That's 24th in the MLB. And RBIs, he only has 31, which is 86th in the R- in MLB. That's a ridiculously bad start for Juan Soto. I, I literally predict him as an MVP. So, I like I threw on the first bad L's, I already accepted that as a bad L. And he's proven it to me that this is definitely going to be a major bad L. This man needs to turn around so I can win some more fantasy games. I'm sick of it. Classic, Sick of it, Juan. Classic fan complaining about his fantasy games. I'm going to talk about a disappointing player in real life. Who is as dear to me as Juan Soto is to us? But that man's name is Cody Bellinger. Oh, okay. I'll I let, thought this I'll was going to be this. the comeback year. I thought he was going to happen. I thought he was going to get there. Last year was just a slump. We are officially at 214, batting 214. Nine home runs, 28 RBIs for Cody Ballinger. On base percentage of 290, slugging of 348. No, he doesn't even have a 300 on base. No. His on base is 290. What? No, it's 274. I'm sorry. It's 274. Oh, what? And an... OPS of 665. <laughs> 665. No, OPS for, for those Cody. that don't know, league average is like 750. Yeah. Oh. Tough. Tough for Cody. Um, I hope he can turn around. I still think he can. He obviously won an MVP, but this this has been awful. So do better, Cody. Oh my gosh. That is 
both equally brutal stat lines by two guys that shouldn't be doing like that, especially Cody. He did that last year, too. Literally, What's did. going on? I don't know. All right, let's jump to the AL. Wow. AL, East, Yankees, still leading. Not, that's expected. Best record in MLB. Central, Twins, let's go. We're still leading the Central. We're going to win it. Let's get it. Astros, they've uh, really been heating up since our last update. They're leading the West and in order wild card. The rest of the AL East teams, Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays. So, yeah, as of right now, if the season ended, we would have four AL East teams in the playoffs, which is pretty funny to think about, but not honestly a surprise. I don't know if an AL West team is going to make the playoffs without, other than the Astros with how it's looking. They're 10 and a half games up on the second-place team right now. So 10 games already? Yeah. Um, second biggest – second biggest um, – First to second place um, lead behind the Yankees, eleven games over Boston. So, and that shows how good the Yankees are doing, given how good the rest of the division is. So that's insane. Actually. As much as I hate to say that they've been hooping this year, Aaron Judge obviously on a different level as far as ripping dingers. So, well, your statistic leaders though, we're gonna start with our boy, Lisa Rice, three forty nine batting average leads the MLB. Let's go. Did not think that was gonna happen at all, but he's killing it. I hope he keeps killing it. Uh, as of right now, he'd probably be – I'm sure Buxton will get it too, but otherwise it's just him as our all-star. So those will probably be our two all-stars. So shout-out to our eyes. He's, he's been having a great year. Judge, 28 home runs. Ridiculous. Six more than second place. Ridiculous. Jose Ramirez, 63 RBIs. Uh, for pitching, we got Verlander Noah also have nine wins. McClanahan um, <coughs> for the race, just absolutely killing it. 1.77 ERA. And he also leads in K's at 123, which is first in MLB. Verlander so, has nine wins. Does this man just find a fountain? Verlander's got the fountain of youth, I swear. Apparently. This guy's married to Kate Upton and throwing <laughs> nine wins when he's in his 17th, 18th season. Absolutely insane from Justin Verlander. Fresh off injury, too. Yep, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all for him. And we might as well just jump right into the surprise since I just recently said his name. Shane McClanahan. Oh my gosh, this dude has been on a tear to start the season. Eight and three. He's first in the MLB in ERA and strikeouts, and he's fourth in wins. So just a ridiculous start. I mean, he had to be my my biggest surprise. I definitely did not come in this season. He'd think he'd have a Cy Young campaign, especially this good of one, almost that all-star break. So and my biggest surprise we've actually already talked about too, and that is Luis Rise. Leading the league, leading the league in batting average, batting essentially 350. Absolutely crazy. Did not see that coming. Um, and he's Ichiro's favorite hitter, which is always lit. Yeah, so. that is sick. Yeah. He's, first time he saw Luis Arise, he said he was his favorite. That's Literally. Awesome. But I just kind of like the NL. I do want to shout out this dude for his tear in the last 30 games. Alejandro Kirk, catcher, 23-year-old catcher for the Blue Jays. Oh, my gosh. This dude has – Seen his uh, slugging percentage overall for the season creep towards the top 10 as a catcher. That's um, insane. It usually doesn't happen. His stat line for the season, 322 batting average, 10 home runs, 31 RBIs. Outstanding numbers from a catcher, especially 23 years old. And then his last 30 games, oof, Spanny, I don't think you're ready for this. This is possibly the best in the MLB. 376 batting average, last 30 games. 703 slugging. 703. Better than Cody's on base percentage. <laughs> and 
nine home runs. Nine of his 10 home runs came in the last 30 games, and 24 of his 31 RBIs came in the last 30 games. This dude. He just got, got on a streak. Yeah. And that's just, he deserved to be shouted out for that. That's, like that's ridiculous. On to disappointments. It honestly doesn't pay me that much anymore since he's not on our team anymore. But this was Spinny's biggest appointment on our first update, and he is mine today, and that's Jose Barrios. What is this man doing? He is terrible this year. Five and four, five wins, 38th in MLB. Um, it's not terrible, but you'd probably expect a better record than that from Jose Barrios. 5.86 ERA, Spinny. That is 62nd in the MLB. K's, he's only a 64, which is 65th in the MLB. And he has a 1.39 whip, which is 51st. If you would tell me that out of those three main categories, Jose Barrios wouldn't have been at least top 50, I would have for sure thought you were insane. Because there's no way I could name 50 pitchers that are better than Jose Barrios. There's no way. Agreed. But that and a main part for his ERA almost at six is that in his last seven starts, he has a 6.99 ERA in his last seven starts, a seven ERA. What is this man doing? I don't watch the Blue Jays games. I just see the stats. But, oh, and he actually – I am hating on him, but shout out to him because he got me my fancy dub yesterday because he scored negative 14 points. So I basically won from that. So thank you, Jose. I roll at that. (laughs) But Jose does need to do better. What's your disappointment? My disappointment makes me really, really happy, honestly. Oh, interesting. It really was one of my favorite things and because it's the Chicago White Sox. Chicago White Sox oh, are my disappointment. Team. I thought maybe it was a player. On the nope. Team, 34 yes. and 37. Under 500 for the boys from Chicago. Five and a half back of the Twins. And Lucas Giolito is doo-doo. What is he doing? I don't know what's going on with him, man. ERA over five. Over five? Over five. Man. We got a 5.4 ERA. His war is negative. Just, just looking absolutely tough. Giving up, giving up way more home runs than normal. He's given up 15 home runs in 12 starts. So not, not the best there for Giolito. Um, yeah, 5.4 ERA. And their pitching has been atrocious overall, other than Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease been balling. But other than he's him, been noticing. Yeah, other than him, everybody else been rough for the White Sox. So um Cease actually leads the MLB in. Uh, K per nine, and yeah. it's just a ridiculous number. Thirteen point one is his K per nine. I yeah. saw that yesterday. He, he's 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 been dealing. Oh, but he's been the only one dealing. Oh, Everyone yeah. else been off for them. Yeah. So, well, I don't want to like totally defend them, but they have dealt with pitchers, true injuries to their main pitchers. Julio has been on and off the aisle. Lance Lynn just came back finally, not that long ago. So I hope they keep sucking though. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad good. you Sorry. put that as your disappointment because. The White Sox deserve some hate on this pod because yes. we hate the White Sox. No. Even more than the Yankees, maybe. I think so. Yeah, I think a little bit. I actually do. They're I like the one, two. The They're like this. I'll believe They're it. like yeah. this for me. For sure. Well, that right. was our MLB update. Now we're going to jump into Twins update just yes. real quick. Talk about our Minnesota Twins because we're leading the AL by two games over the Guardians. Let's go. This is awesome. Um I didn't think we would start this hot, honestly. Uh, our record isn't, you know, otherworldly or anything like that. But I didn't expect us to be this far in the season in first place. I thought for sure the White Sox would be in first place. 
Yeah, I it's been good. I the Buxton resting situation has been interesting, but it seemed to work. He seemed to play more than more than most years, and he's been ripping it up as he always does when he plays. Um, I think it was unfortunate to see the Royce Lewis injury. Um, that torn ACL. I was really looking forward to seeing him come in and play kind of Buxton's off days in center and and get some playing time around the diamond elsewhere. Um, get his bat in the lineup. Obviously, a high pick, but. Um, hopefully he comes back and, and is the guy he wants to be. But, yeah, really, I, I thought it's good. Uh, Joe Ryan has impressed me overall. Um, even even his bad starts, he's he's came back in most of them and, and finished decently strong, only a couple really bad ones. He's striking out people a lot. Obviously, Sonny Gray is getting his classic ground balls. Um, and the rest of the the rest of the staff is, is, is okay. But the batting has been good. The staff <laughs> has been great. decent. I would love Luis Castillo. Can we can we speak Luis Castillo into existence? I'm good with that. Um, but I think they need another pitcher. Obviously, if they really wanna. Yeah, we need contend, we need at but... least three. You know, we need because in the playoffs you're basically only gonna pitch your top three anyways. So if we're essentially only pitching Joe Ryan, Sonny Dre, and whoever we trade for the whole time, I would be. Good it'd be that. decent at least. Right. It'd be yeah, it'd be decent. And then you gotta throw maybe Paddock or one of those other guys for that other game. Paddock but... though, hurt got hurt. That was another thing that yeah. happened. Since our last update, he has Tommy John. He's out for the year as well. So. Oh, well, now I look like an idiot. You Ooh. forgot about that? Yeah, actually? I did. I spaced the crap out Yeah, of those that. are I'm our sorry. two season-ending injuries. Uh, yeah, Gray and Ryan, they've been on and off the IL. Correa uh, as well. So, yeah, I mean, the the Twins, hopefully they can stay healthy. That's the main thing for the Twins. Agreed. Stat leaders real quick, as expected. Arise, obviously. Buxton is first in home runs and RBIs at 19 and 35. Uh, Joe Ryan's five and three. He has the most wins for us. Sonny Gray leads in ERA two point five three. Shout out Sonny Gray. Joe Ryan most K's at fifty two. So looking good. Looking good. Let's keep it up. Let's. We've had a little dog in the last twenty days, but let's try to keep it up as much as possible, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll finish strong. We might have two All Stars this year, so that would yeah, be that would be that something would be cool um, to get there. So. All right. Well, I think Bus is looking her up for us. So yeah, I'm looking up QA. We got to move to QA. Oh, this is interesting. Q&A. I don't know if we're even going to be able to truly answer this for Ooh. our friend Forbook here. He gave us a great one today. He wants to know our top five hate lists in sports Ooh. teams, players, rules, events, anything sports related to hate. sports. Sports hate. Yes. When we're talking about players, we're talking sports hate. Everything. So, what do you hate? the most out of anything sports related we're not doing a list i'm just going to give you five things we're going to go back and forth we're going to go back and forth okay okay one one this won't be in any order just a list of five things number one uh, first one that comes to mind is nba refing honestly i hate nba refing i wish we could at least just get some consistent nba playoff refing i wish we could get some consistency on the amount of physicality able to be used, whatever it is, I would just like to see it the same consistency across. I'd like to be able to not reward flopping and complaining. Try to kind of try to kind of work that better. I mean, I obviously don't have a lot of ton of solutions, but I do hate NBA refing. Honestly, that would have probably made my list as well. Um, Yankees, they would probably be in my top five. I hate the Yankees more than well. If I said Yankees, I'm throwing the White Sox in too. Okay. The baseball hate would okay. be the White Sox Yankees. I can't really decide whoever I hate more because I hate them a lot, both of them. Would be another one for you, Alabama football. What? Oof, that's a tough one that I really do hate. Hell by you. 
I mean, yeah, obviously I'm a hater. They've won a lot, but man, you want to just get me get me rolling on some hatred. Alabama football is definitely up there. I'm disappointed in this man. Alabama football goaded. Nick Saban, goat. That's facts. Next on my hate list, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> he cracks it. He cracks it. He's Rudy? My, yes. Uh, he's my most hated NBA player. And and <laughs> the closest after that would be Draymond, but Draymond's not cracking the list. Rudy Gobert. I, I don't like that man. Never have, never uh, will. That's respect. I, 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 Rudy might have cracked my list too, honestly. Um, what's right. funny is that we both say he cracks our list, but we both wanted the Timberwolves to trade. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, okay, man. Um, I already got my next one. Well, that was two. This is your third one here. This is my third one. Hate. What do I hate? Oh, I hate Roger Goodell. I really hate Roger Goodell. I think that's a good one. I understand he's actually done some good things with marketing for the league and such, but he's just annoying. The Patriots crap pissed me off. The I just his consistency has been off. Just the way he talks and looks and is just just yes. <laughs> sports hate for Roger Goodell. Talks and that's not his personal age. Maybe a little, maybe a little, but not too much personal. Age. Oh, that's a little. hilarious. Um, my third one would be LeBron haters. <laughs> that's not a real yes, thing. Oh. Yes, it is. LeBron haters, and and they make some fair points as well. But they, there's no one that I mean, he's the most hated on athlete of our generation. It's frankly not even close. Uh, the amount of hate he gets for usually irrelevant things is, is ridiculous to me. And every, they always usually cry. Well, we're just going to keep hitting on him. Cause all the Brown structures always talk about him. Well, we're defending him. That's why maybe if you guys just shut up and quit talking, hating on one of the best athletes we have ever seen, then I wouldn't have to come to defend my man, the goat. I, I appreciate that one, but I think the hard know that goes both ways. I'm going to use my fourth one. To talk about something very similar, I hate sports fans who don't think Tom Brady's the GOAT. If you're a sports fan and a football you fan hate me. and you don't think Tom Brady's the GOAT, you need to get your brain checked. Speedy just said stop. he hates me. Yeah, yeah. If the shoe fits, bus. If the shoe fits. Okay. Four. Let's go. Um, we'll be another one. Tom Brady, he cracks the list. Absolutely. I hate Tom Brady. Always have. Always well. He sucks. He's not the go. He's not even top three. It's tough. It's just it's tough facts. I'm just kidding. He's obviously the goal. I've already said it on this podcast. Yes. Your last hates. What is another thing that you absolutely hate in sports? I hate sports fans that downplay everything outside of their generation. This was my big one. I feel like it goes both ways. I feel That's like there's a, a lot point. of there's a lot of people our age. One of my friends that I talk basketball with the most talking about Steph Curry being obviously better than Magic Johnson. Like objectively, he used, he used the word obviously. Obviously, so to, to, to use that or to 
he talks about a lot the you know the three-point shot being better and kind of disregards old basketball i i love this man i hate to use him as an example but it's one of the first things that came to mind as far as new guys to old guys also old heads that are just hating because they dislike what the modern game has become or they can't take the players for who they are and what they do in today's game or they just somehow can't accept athletic evolution and that people People are going to be better. Yeah, and, and it's hard. I think in the NBA you see this a lot too with the with the generations and the league evolving so much. It's really hard to compare. Obviously, the NFL is that way as well. So um, you see this a lot with those comparisons because the games are so hard to compare to each other. But generational, downplaying other generations other than your own as a sports fan is something that I hate. I like that one. That probably, if I was actually ranking these, I might have slid in the top five. But my last last one on top of my head would be, this pains me to say, but the uh, alleged curse that Minnesota uh, sports have. Yeah. It is, is, I hate it. It's so annoying. It's so predictable. You lose a player, whatever team it is, you know that they're either going to win right away or they're going to be come way better. Mm-hmm. What happens? Wait, I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, we, we could literally, sit here all day. We could literally drafting have... Flynn and Rubio back to back before Curry, Brett Favre throwing across the middle. Twins making inter- playoffs all the time, but can't make it. Twenty-one past straight playoff losses. 18. Eighteen. Brett Favre throwing across the middle when he could have limped five yards and throwing an throwing interception, across the middle, losing the game, just showing up for the NFC Championship, and all of a sudden we can't play against the Eagles anymore. Right. Uh, Minneapolis yeah. miracle. The one time where I'm like, oh my gosh. Minnesota didn't get screwed over, yep. and the sports gods benefited us. Oh, instant turnaround. Instant turnaround. 1997, oh, missing, hadn't missed a field goal no the entire even. season and missed the game-winning field goal. In the NFC Championship. Yeah, so I just – Yeah, Literally, four Super Bowls in the 70s and never winning one. Never winning Fran one. having one of the all-time top 15, 20 quarterbacks, not winning a Super Bowl with them. Wolves going so, like 20 years on making playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> KG – a trans transnational player getting us to one Western Conference Finals in his whole career because we couldn't do anything around. Because we just don't want to so. give him any anything to work with. Yep. Yeah. Like the like curse. we said, this could literally be an entire episode. We literally talk for an hour straight about how 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 much Minnesota gets screwed over. There's a curse, apparently, and it sucks. And I hope it gets put to rest soon because Facts. I hate it as a fan. Obviously, but that's a bias hate. Obviously, yep. given we're Minnesota fans, but. Give us a championship, y'all. Yes, please. And something. If we were to win one, though, obviously. Easy. Shout out Lynx. They've done it. Yes. Shout four out majors. We're four talking. major sports we're talking. Who would you want to win first right now? Out of the four. That's not even hard. Vikes. Okay, good. We're, we're in agreement. Vikes, Wolves, Twins, Wild. I definitely would go Vikes, Wolves. I... I I don't watch a lot of hockey, so I'll probably give the edge to the Twins there. But um, I do feel the pain of our fellow Wild fans, where I mean they haven't even we haven't even made the Stanley Cup, so it's tough. <laughs> I mean the Wolves haven't made the NBA Finals either, but yep. I obviously like basketball more. Agreed. Well, that was it, Spinny. That was episode twenty. We had now we're together. We had a bar stool in the face. The we had a bar stool like entrance today. I thought that was pretty sick. What's bar stool? Why are you yeah, talking about that bar stool? This is the only thing that matters yes. right here. HHS, baby. Up in this corner. Wait. This corner. No. Oh, that corner too? Nice. 
Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, you could have pointed either way because you got that or the thing on the screen. So, either way, we love you, Hardy Hardos. Are we love just going you. Hardy Hardos now? We're just letting I, them pick. We're just I always go and do. I've I've recently been saying Hardys and Hardos because yes. y'all can pick what you H and H's. We love y'all. We love y'all. Peace hug, out. Hug your friends and family. Hug your friends and family. Keep them close. Keep your pets spayed and neutered. And remember, <laughs> the bus sucks. Get out of here.